Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, a.k.a. the Merrymaker Sisters, a.k.a. the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get merry. This is episode 90 on the Hashtag Get Merry podcast and we are so super duper excited because we have our amazing friend and yoga instructor, Michelle Cassidy, here with us today in the studio. Yay! <laughs> thank you, girl. So Yay. happy to be here. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. And we told Michelle, we said, we don't have a structure. We're just going to go with the flow. And I think you're kind of used to that anyway. Absolutely. That's what <laughs> life's about, just following the flow, following your intuition and just going with what feels right in your heart. So oh, cool. I love yeah. that. I feel like every yoga session that I do with you, Michelle, it's like, oh, I needed to hear that. Like, I don't know, you have, I don't, like, I'm assuming, like I know, you know, you don't assume, but like I'm assuming you've read a lot yes, and like studied a lot and yes. researched a lot because yes. some of the things you say, I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? Like that was just like epic. Like, so wise. So wise. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell? Like, where did that come from? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. where did like your journey start with yoga and learning all about this? Yeah, that's a really cool question. Um, I think from a really young age, I've always felt really connected to something greater and I'm one of those weird kids like I used to wake up in the morning super young and like the sun would be shining and I'd start talking to the sun and I I literally used to think the sun woke up for me and I used to like all the birds would be singing and I'd be like good morning birds like that real happy happy yeah exactly (laughs) really stoked little girl that was like just really connected um, Mm. from a really young age and always felt very yeah just aligned with something greater so Mm. I think that's always been in my heart Wow. And then um, my mum took me to my first yoga class at the local surf club and I was like uh, only 16. Yeah. And I was really shit at it, to be honest. <laughs> I couldn't touch my toes. I was really stiff. It was like I was like Tin Man. And um, yeah, but then we did Shavasana and then it just hit me like. Wow. And I felt, you know, like I always felt that connection to something greater and to all the little plants and animals and birds and bees. I always felt that. But then when I hit Shavasana, it was just like my whole heart exploded and everything just felt really like pure love. Wow. And it, I was only 16 and I remember lying there just thinking, I want to do this forever. Mm. I'm really shit everything that we did up until now. But this moment, mm. this is magic. And I thought if I can do anything in my life, I want to share this, this wow. feeling of deep connection and just complete integration and so I kept going to yoga and I was always the worst unlike my sister Miss Rubber Doll who always do everything <laughs> so annoying she's, she's, she's so, so annoying. Annoying. <laughs> but that's 
it's awesome, you know. Like I have I this amazing, inspiring um, sister and she's very connected and yeah. she's incredible. And, um, yeah, so we both sort of went on the path together, which has been so nice, like you two yeah. sharing your sister. Yeah. And so we both love all things yoga and not just the asana practice. I mean, it took me eight years to do the splits and I'm a very committed, disciplined person. Wow. So for those that know me know that I'm disciplined. Yeah, yeah. yes. Um, so after eight years of sweating and stretching and I finally got the splits, you life goal. That is so amazing. See, it's like, it's like takes like, time. It does take yes. time. So for anyone, um, I always say for people who are considering about being yoga teachers and stuff, I said, don't worry about your practice. Mm. Don't worry about how flexible you are or how strong you are or what you even look like. Mm. I said what it matters is what you feel like. Mm. And if you feel connected to something greater and if you want to share that connection with others and you want to bring the best out in people, that's what makes the best yoga teachers. Who cares if you can do a handstand? Who cares if you can do all the fancy poses? Mm. That's really not that inspiring. Yeah, it looks good for a certain amount of time, but like what you said, what inspires you is is that connection and that feeling and and the philosophy that you share that transforms people's lives beyond the yoga mat beyond the asana and so I think that's um for me is my calling card is just staying connected to my divine and then inspiring others to connect to their divine and for me that's the practice of yoga Wow. Everything is like, I think that's why we love Essence so much because like we – Especially Emma, you were always like, I can't do oh yoga, gosh. I'm so unflexible, blah, blah, blah. But I, I was always like, oh, I really want to do yeah. it, I want to do it, I want to do yeah. it. And I would, we'd, I'd never do it. And then we came to Essence and it was like, oh, we don't have to be able to do the splits or a handstand. Well, I think it was like that was when I figured out, oh, this is yoga. Like yeah. before I didn't know what it was. I didn't. I hadn't experienced that like connection and that yeah. like, like, oh, this is what you do it for, like. You change, like everything just changes after a yoga practice. Like I go in one person and I leave another. 100%. And like I tell everyone, I'm like, I'm a new person. Like Mm -hmm. boom, like I've just like totally changed and I feel happier and more more at ease, more content with life. Just like this like overflowing feeling. It's called transformation. It's crazy. Everything looks more magical. Like when you, especially when you walk outside and it's like the sun and you just look at the outside, Uh you look at the leaves in the sky and you're like, whoa, (laughs) I'm alive. And it's like, Uh it's almost like illuminating. Yeah. It's like you've taken, it's like, like I would say, I feel like I'm on drugs. Like it's like, (laughs) it's like, like this is like, like it's like this feeling of just like, oh. Wow. It's awesome. So, so you did your yoga teacher training when you were how old? Um, Look, I had limiting beliefs around my ability Mm. to be a yoga teacher for many years because I was so stiff. So I always used to think, oh, I can't be a yoga teacher. I'm not flexible enough. How could I possibly be the teacher when all the students are better than me? Um, But my heart really was singing yoga and I really wanted to share this gift, this feeling. Um, And so I was teaching Pilates first and then – when we, when we opened the studio, it was yoga and Pilates and I was a head Pilates teacher oh. and my business partner at the time was the head yoga teacher. Wow. But all yoga teachers, I'm, I'm off to Tibet. I'm off to Tibet. <laughs> I'm going to India. I'm off to Bali. <laughs> they're like always on holiday. That is so funny. No, it's so true. <laughs> I know. 
it you, is so you true. try and run a business with yogis it's interesting <laughs> but it's good it's good yeah. and it's great and that's what makes them such amazing yeah. human beings um so they're always flitting off and so me a stiff <laughs> stiff tin man or yeah. tin woman jumping in to cover these yoga classes oh my gosh um but people loved it and wow. people were always coming back even yeah. though I didn't think I was good enough. But I think what they connected was my connection. Yeah. And they didn't care whether I could do the postures. They didn't care that they were more flexible than me. They just wanted someone to create space. Yeah. And as a yoga teacher, your whole aim is just to create space for people for their mm-hmm. transformation, not for your transformation. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about them. So as a teacher, I think it's about how can we bring greatness out of our students wow. instead of trying to be the star and the showman yeah. all the time. And if anything, you should just be really subtle yeah in in the background and just a gentle guide instead of the leading force you know oh i love love everything actually in the class last week someone started clapping and you were like (laughs) no 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 (laughs) don't clap and then you talked about ego like i'd love to get your opinion on that because i think it's such a word that's being thrown around lately and Mm. like what is the ego to you that's a really good question um there's so many different interpretations of ego and i'm not going to say any are wrong or any are Mm. right but i can just share with you Mm -hmm. my perception Mm -hmm. and my belief is that you know the ego is actually really useful Mm -hmm. and to be honest if you wanted to stand up in front of a group of people you need a strong healthy ego yeah when the ego is unhealthy it becomes arrogant it becomes egotistical it becomes um, self-absorbed but a healthy ego leads people a healthy ego can guide people has a confidence and courage to stand in front of people so ego is a neutral word Mm -hmm. It means it's completely neutral. It's just your identity in this yeah. life form, in this lifetime. And it's totally unrealistic to be like, like no ego. Like, no, like, no, you never – look, to be honest, we're not evolved yet to even yeah. talk about that because it, it takes a long time to get to that stage when you're ready to dissolve the ego. Yeah. At this stage, let's just uh, create a healthy ego. Yeah, idea. yeah. Um, because unless we're going to go and live in a cave exactly. and completely renounce yeah. our whole Western experience, we actually need the ego yeah. to survive, yeah. to thrive. Yeah. Um, but we need to keep it in check mm-hmm. and we need to make sure it's healthy and balanced. Mm-hmm. And that's all connected with your Manipura chakra, the solar plexus. Mm. And so we always have to be mindful that our ego is not getting inflated. Mm-hmm. And are we doing things uh, for the acceptance of others? Mm. Or are we self-accepting? Are we doing things to just be noticed? Mm-hmm. Or are we already full and content within ourselves? Mm-hmm. And so a healthy ego is full, is abundant. Yeah. Um, and isn't looking for external praise yeah. or external influence to yeah. fill themselves up. A yeah. healthy ego is already full and content as is. Yeah. And so when someone claps in your class, I'm like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't clap for me? Yeah. It's not even about me. Your yoga class is about yeah. you. Yeah. If you're gonna clap for anything, clap for yourself. Yeah. And be proud of yourself mm-hmm. for showing up. Yeah. But don't think I did it. Yeah. Because you got in your car or Mm -hmm, on your bike, mm -hmm. you got here, you did the work, Mm -hmm. you stretched, you feel amazing. So clap yourself as the teacher because you can easily then form attachments around teachers and think it's a teacher who's yeah. making you feel these things when really it's actually you. Yeah, yeah it's totally true. That. Um, So how would you like suggest for people to kind of like keep their ego in check like is it about being aware like or do you have like these little things that you do it's called um in yoga 
is called Svaridaya, and mm-hmm. it's self-study, study of the self or spiritual scriptures is also mm-hmm. a translation. And in Buddhism we call it mindfulness. Mm. And so just constantly being aware of your actions and reactions and then when we start to notice our thought ways because everything comes from a thought so every action that we make is a, is born from a seed of a thought mm-hmm. so it starts in the thoughts but then we have to think of what was the driver behind the thought so did i think that from a place of lack or did i think that from mm-hmm. a place of fullness mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah totally. Two, at the end totally. of the day, there's really only two drivers. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's super simple. You are, are you coming from love or are you coming from fear? What is totally. driving all your thoughts and therefore your actions? Yeah. And so I think if we come back and we come back to self-awareness, mm-hmm. self-study, and if we're thinking a particular thought, did that arise because we're feeling fear of not being accepted, not mm-hmm. being loved, not being good enough? Or did that thought come from a place of complete love and contentment? Yeah. And, yeah. and that's all. It, it's so easy. You just have to keep coming back to yeah. that. Yeah. Am I coming from love or am I coming from fear? And then if you're coming from fear, it's just self-awareness. Yeah. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. But it, and it's not like, oh, I'm back in bad and fear. And yeah. Like, it's all good. It's just like, all right, well, that's just something that I'm aware of yeah. now. And then how can I transform that? to be from a place of love. And then that's where you can employ different rituals or different practices that make you feel like you're taking a pill or make you feel amazing, (laughs) feel like you're connected. So what practices can I employ to move out of fear and into love? And people do different um, practices to change their state, Mm -hmm. whatever that might be for you, and um, come back to that. So it's always self-awareness. Yeah. Where am I coming from? And what is that for you, the, like, thing that you do? Is it yoga? Is it Pilates? I meditate every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I practice Zen meditation and so I sit for 30 minutes before my little twinnies get up. <laughs> so and, cute. And um, it's nice and dark with the birds. And, <laughs> yeah, I just sit with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I still have my challenges in my sitting practice. I don't know anybody who doesn't. Mm. Um but it's illuminating. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so cool. And it is like it really is as simple as like saying, am I coming from love or fear? Like if mm-hmm. you like – it's like we kind of overcomplicate it because we're just it, overthinking mm-hmm. everything and like feeling stressed and like it's like you feel like you're in this negative situation then you're like fighting it with a negative and it's like that's like going to get you nowhere. But then like just be aware, stop, Pause. accept it mm-hmm. and then be like, okay – I'm going to choose love next time or like whatever's going to make me or come back love. to love. Yeah. yeah. Love that. All the love. Love, 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 love. What about <laughs> – so me and Carl were talking this morning. We were like, you know, you look around at the yoga studio, there's many women. Like yes. there's a lot 85%. of – Lots yeah. and lots of women. I'm, I think like more men are doing it. Like what do you think about like the whole feminine, masculine, like cool women are very open to like, you know, this <laughs> – this heart connection, this and heart opening. And being vulnerable and like connectedness and open to self-discovery. Like, But the men that we've met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we haven't met the right men. I'm not. not. <laughs> I love you girls. Like... Um, look, it's really cool. Yoga actually was designed by men for yeah. men. Yeah. So – Traditionally, this is not a practice 
for women yeah. or by women, but yet women now have really started to become the dominant force mm. within the practice. Um, look, I like to say that we all have masculine and feminine yes. qualities within us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then maybe it's about just bringing out more of that connection with all of us. But I think, look, society, the way that it's changed so many men a focus on being providers and being carers so and the, the women were often well not men aren't providers excuse me but the carers and the the breadwinners yes yeah the household and things like that whereas the women get to be the nurturers yes, and the goddess yes. and she stays at home and does the baking and the cooking and the children um and so she can go to yoga yeah often. but i think look it's how can i say I think more men are starting to become more consciously aware of it, mm. more into it. We train a lot of athletes, a lot of guys mm. getting into it. But I don't want to stereotype that it's just women only and yeah. women are awesome and win- women are more vulnerable. And yeah. I know some very evolved men. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just um, just how it is currently. Yeah. yeah. And it's and like this sh- will change too because yeah. originally it was all men. Yeah. So, and no so women allowed. And so. just in this time and age, it tends to be all women. But yeah. Think nothing's permanent. Yeah, that's so, so true. So who's to say, like, there is no such thing as complete balance. Mm. It's impossible. So you know the tide, the tides will change again, yeah. and it may go the other way. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing we can ever worry about or talk about is our own transformation, mm. and to not worry about what's happening out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh, this guy. What about guys? But that's not our business. Yeah. Mm. Our business is what's happening in here. So true. So who cares what's happening yeah. out there? Yeah. Oh, how's, I like that. How's that going to transform my life? Yeah. yeah. So true. So focus on you just, and then. Look, just how are you going? That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. What other people are doing is their business, is yeah. their story, and that's cool. Um, but you knowing more about them is not going to help mm. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Yoga's an inside job. Mm. So we don't need to look outside. Mm. So, mm. And I read something on your Instagram page the other day about that and with yoga how people are striving for happiness yes. and yoga is about contentness and I thought that was – Contentment, yeah. Yeah, contentment. And I was like, oh, I love this quote and I love this post. I read it out loud to mm. Emma. So mm. what do you mean by that? Like, Good one. Love um, to talk about that. I spoke about it today just in my class before I got here. You know – Everybody's in pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, the Dalai Lama wrote a book on happiness. Mm. There's so many books on happiness. There's so many um, people studying positive psychology. Mm. Great book called Flow. If you haven't read that, okay. I highly recommend it. And all on positive psychology. But what I, I really believe is that contentment is something that is sustainable. Mm-hmm. Whereas happiness is an emotion that comes and goes. Yeah. Remember how I said before, like, there's no such there's always light and dark yeah so you always need the sun Mm -hmm. just like you need the moon Mm -hmm. yeah if it was the sun like all year we'd be in a desert yeah Yeah. so you can't have happiness all the time or else you wouldn't actually appreciate it to be Mm. happiness Mm -hmm. and it's totally unrealistic as well completely unrealistic pursuit but it's not even a healthy pursuit yeah Mm. it's not even healthy and yeah so it's like the seasons. We have summer, winter, autumn, spring. And so we embrace all seasons because each season brings its own gifts. Mm-hmm. And so when we go through the challenges of sadness and grief and loss and suffering, uh, they bring so many jewels. 
so, so many true. lessons and learnings and teachings. And so then when we do a U-turn back towards happiness, it's just, oh, it's so sweet. Mm, it's so yeah. nice. So true. But we know it doesn't last forever as well. So we yeah. just enjoy it whilst we have it. Yeah. Um, but we'll do a U-turn back yeah. towards a different challenge or struggle. But just like it goes from summer to spring yeah. to autumn to winter, it's continuously in cycle. Mm-hmm. So happiness is like that. It's mm-hmm. cyclic. Mm-hmm. with all the emotions sometimes and we're angry sometimes we're frustrated yeah, yeah. but and, contentment and, i just want to finish the yeah, question on santosha um it's one of the fundamental principles from patanjali's yoga sutras contentment is work mean it's on your desires so you know how like we're always wanting for things yes and but our wants our attachments are what cause our suffering mm-hmm. so every time you can't have something Ah, oh, I'm so unhappy now. Mm-hmm. And then we might be unhappy within ourselves, but then we project that out onto people around us because mm-hmm. we're grumpy because we haven't got what we want mm-hmm. based on our desires. And so part of yoga is softening your desires, softening your attachments and your aversions because an attachment is is the same as an aversion in the sense that I really don't like that. I don't mm. want that in my life. Is the same quality as I really want this. Yeah, Does that so make true. Sense? Gosh. So pushing away is just as strong as pulling. Yeah. So it's yeah. Not, you, it has to be just soft at both. And yeah. Happy with what is. That's contentment. Happy with what is. Not pushing away, but yeah. at the same time not pulling. So if you, I don't want anything, I, but I don't like this and I don't like yeah. that. And I, don't, yeah. and I don't need anything. But like that's still an attachment yeah. or an aversion. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Totally yeah. makes so sense. I never thought about it like that. It yeah. makes so much yeah. sense. So I think um, part of the, the practice of yoga and contentment is softening both our attachments and our aversions mm-hmm. to pushing and pulling things away and then just making peace with what is, mm-hmm. and then that's sustainable. So just softening our desires. Yeah. yeah, and that's like similar to like acceptance of like what yeah. is, yeah. what's happening, who other people are. And like what adding patience as yeah. well, patience Patient to, acceptance. Yeah. It's like because it's like I think what can be hard, especially for people who own businesses and things, is you can get really caught up with ambition and, like, you know, I want to get this now and I want to do it. And it's like, actually... Like it's all gonna happen. Like mm-hmm. it's all gonna happen in due time. Be patient. Like, I just let read it... that post today. Did you? I think did I actually maybe I, I read that. I said you, we can have it all. Yes. We just can't have it all yeah. at once. You can have everything or anything, but just not all at once. Yeah. It was like learning about patience. I can't. Was it? it we went to a Buddhist, a Buddhist um, monk yeah. talk like yeah, nice. a month ago, and it was all about like, a couple months. Acceptance. Patience and acceptance. And we're like, oh. And I remember it was someone so told. Nice. Someone said, the more patient you are, the faster it will come as well. Like when we just started. Yeah. And we were like, okay, we, like, let's do that. Like, let's accept, <laughs> like, let's have that mantra. Let's be patient. <laughs> so the teaching is, um, it's called Abhyasa Vaigraha, effortless mm. effort. So we work still really passionately. We yeah. still work vigorously, um, but not attached to the outcome. Yeah. So you have to work in a way as if you were attached. Okay. But don't not attach. Yeah. Does okay. that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Still head down, yeah. butt up, doing doing the work, yeah. doing everything. But if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's all cool. Yeah. yeah. And it will lead you to wherever you're meant wherever to be. Yeah. Meant to yeah. Go. But and this is where that book flow that I was telling you about is it's just losing yourself in your passion. Mm. And you're completely immersed in whatever project that you're mm. doing and totally 
surrendered into it, doing what needs to happen as a business entrepreneur, as yeah. you're talking about. But if it works out, that's great. If it yeah. doesn't, that's great too. There was lessons and learnings yeah. along the way. So true. And it always takes you to the next thing, the next pathway. And it all makes yeah, so absolutely. much sense. Yeah, yeah. when you, you look, look back oh. on things, like, oh, that's why that happened. Yeah. Oh, that's why that didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm doing this. Yeah, mm. totally. It's so, yeah, and especially because the – hustle that word is like get like it's so huge at the moment like everyone's like just got to hustle just got to hustle 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 and it's like no like do the the work yes but enjoy the enjoy ride, the ride. Oh. like i feel like a lot of people forget to do that mm. like to be mindful yeah because you always like you talk a lot about that and i love your um be live a buddha fool is that how you say Say it like can we talk about that and how you came up with that yeah actually i was inspired from my sister Um, my sister yeah i love my sister (laughs) she actually had a um ebay oh is it ebay i think it's ebay you know when you sell clothes yeah and she called it buddha vintage Uh oh she used to get awesome clothes made in oh wow and then she used to sell them via ebay online shop and I, my sister is so creative, as you yeah. know. She's such a wordsmith and she's yeah. so talented. And when I saw the word beautiful, I was just like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. And so I'm like, I'm so silly, that Claire. And she's like, yeah, no worries. <laughs> and, um, and so then I made my own sort of adjective thing on that and it's something or someone who embodies a buddha-like nature Mm. but is also beautiful inside and out Mm. and so embodying those two qualities together i love that so cool so cool um so sisters yay for sisters yay what i think is so cool is that you know even in your yoga like you know you called yourself the tin man yeah and claire is so like bendy bendy, like what the heck i'm like excuse me how do you do that (laughs) your head is weird like i think that's so cool that you are like so different like would you like does that cross over to like your personalities as well like definitely yeah you can acknowledge that within yourself oh yeah you can be from the same womb and yet yeah i mean i see that with my twins i've got twins yeah they're so different um but i think yeah, we're both individuals. Yeah. But I think at, at our essence, we're the same. Yeah. yeah. So there's no mistake. And we, yeah. and we both say it. There's no mistake that we came in this world together. Yeah. You two could easily yeah. say yeah. for each other. And I think not all sisters or siblings have that good fortune. And so I think just we're very lucky this lifetime to have a soul brother or soul yeah, sister. Yeah, so true. That we're so aligned with and obviously shared many lives with. Um, to share this life together. Yeah, so it's so true. Just the two of you, it's, it's a blessing. Such oh, a, like every time when anyone's like, you're so lucky to do what you do, and we're like, no, we're just lucky to have each other, like to be able to do this together, together. because like without each other, like I think, like it would have looked totally different mm. if we did it by ourselves. Yeah. But the magic comes from the two of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Were true. you always friends like growing up? No, I was a little bit of a bully when I was little, like <laughs> little. Like I used to get angry and punch my sister when I was little, <laughs> if I'm honest. And then um, – but by the time I got to about 11, 10 or 11, we became best friends. No. So, yeah, it took until about that age for me just to wake up. Yeah. She was already evolved from a young age. It took me about that long to appreciate – how amazing she yeah. is and been best friends ever since. Oh, that's so, so nice. Yeah. So maybe for the first 10 years I was a little bit rough and tumble, like, ah, I want that. No, yeah. I want that. Like mm-hmm. I yeah. wanted everything she had. And um, but, So yeah. is she older or younger? She's younger. Two younger. Years. Yeah. 
So cool. I think who was the bully out of us? Me. Yeah. The younger. younger. One. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's yeah. so interesting. I was like the quiet one. Yeah, my sister was beautiful. She was quiet, just a love bug when she was little. Wow. But I, I was a little fiery one. Yeah. 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 That's why I run a business. Yeah. yeah and that, you can yes. tell that. Like you mm. it's like and in your class it's like I'm like driven to like try and like push myself. Yeah. Like your yours is the only class that I really do that, I'll be <laughs> honest. <laughs> gonna take the easy way <laughs> but you like bring it out of me i'm yeah. like oh i'm gonna try this like yeah, i'm actually good. gonna try to do a handstand even though i'm freaking the f out <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, nice. yeah. but yeah the other so ones cool. you just like bliss out yeah yeah which i also love like it's all like what i need at the yeah. time well a good teacher is there to inspire you to be better than who you thought you could yeah. be. Yeah. And so that's what a great teacher, if they yeah. can bring that out in you yeah. and, and put you into the fire pit of transformation because yeah. fire is the element of transform. Yeah. And so when you have enough fire, you can really transform people's lives. Mm. Wow. So that's why very strong teachers are usually very fiery. Yeah. Like transformational Totally. I totally wow. get that. But you have to be um, careful and self-aware that mm. you're not too much fire and you still have enough moon element, which is nurturing and loving and supporting. So each student will have a different dose of fire and moon element a teacher needs to give. Mm. Um, and so you have to be careful as a teacher not to be too fiery, mm. but you still need fire to transform students. Oh, that's oh, so, so good. I love so interesting. So I know. Um, when we did the 108 Eight? sun salutations. Oh, my God. So the, good. I, what was that? Oh. Was that um, summer to That was water? transformational. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, transformational. Well, you had the candles in the middle and you talked about this fire. So, like, what? Like why 108 and why does that – like, that just – that did transform me. Like I walked out and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so ready for like what's coming next. That's how I felt. And that was my thing. I was like, you were like, you have to say like what you want to come into your life. And I just said, I'm ready. What you ready to release. Yeah, what you're ready. And I just said, I'm ready. Like I didn't say anything. I'm just like, I'm ready because I'm not really sure what. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Um, I mean, each season, I've been doing it for nearly 13 years. Wow. So cool. So each season, um, with the seasons, we transform – 108 sun salutations to welcome in a new season or to let go of the old season. So we were moving into autumn. Mm. And so autumn energetically is all about letting go. Mm. And so we dedicated our 108 sun salutations, Sura Namaskar A, um, to the letting go. Mm. And so at the start of each sun salutation, for those that weren't here or there, um, we all shared yeah and then did it and we went around the room which was really amazing yeah it's so epic and everyone's so involved and very engaging yes um and so we threw it into the fire because the fire transforms it and then the next round so the first round we offered what we're ready to let go of and then the next round what do we want to bring in yeah what do we want to draw in because whenever you let go of something you've got now space yeah to receive because you have to empty the cup if you want to fill it. Yeah. So God, first you must that. release. Ah, yeah, so sense? true. Yeah. So true. You can't keep filling up. It's yeah. like, can you keep inhaling? You can't keep yeah. inhaling. You have to exhale at some yeah. point. So we let go first. Yeah. Because it's the month of autumn. I mean, it's mm. going to be different when we go to winter. I'm mm. so excited. Yeah, we're talking about yeah. it and I'm like, when is that? Like, how many weeks? <laughs> when <Yeah>. Winter. <laughs> Even though there's not, like, it doesn't really feel like winter up here. Yeah, no, that's true, that's true. <laughs> Compared to Canberra. <laughs> yeah, it's like the best place to live ever. Totally. So, You've always lived on the Gold Coast? I have. Mermaid Beach. Oh. That's our favourite suburb. Um, I want to talk about twins, like yes. not the like not your babies, but like the whole like having babies and like teaching now. I mean like 
you look amazing oh, you're after having twins. Like, I'm like, what the hell? Have you walked into the room? We're like, how? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, I don't cool. even have a specific yeah. question. <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> and the like, transformation, like what like mm-hmm. what is it like now? Like having babies and before not Busy. having babies. Yeah, yeah. I did it in two of them at the same time. <laughs> full on. It's full on. Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest, it's a lot yeah. um trying to run run the studio and all the teacher trainings mm-hmm. and yeah. teach classes. And then manage babies and then also manage a relationship at the same time. Yeah. Then, you know, you still got to maintain a good quality there. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Easy. And then also your own health. So when we look at all And all of assets, those things are like kind of difficult on their own. Like they are, yeah. aren't they? Like yeah. even like the self-care relationship, mm-hmm. the partner relationship yes. that I'm assuming like. The business, the, the career. Business, the, the kids, finances. the There's friends. So many like things. there is so many things to manage. There really are. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I think the thing is, once again, if you come back to mindfulness, Mm. self-awareness and self-observation and then to always check in. Yeah. So you've got to be really honest with yourself with where you're at with everything and then just self-observe, self-study and just think, hmm, this might need a shift, Mm -hmm. this might need a change. Mm -hmm. How can I pull this in? You know, so mm-hmm. I think it's I think that's how you do it. It's just constant self awareness yeah. that we come back to at the beginning. Um, yeah, I mean I put on thirty four kilos wow. for my pregnancy with the twins, which is a lot. Um, which it was almost double my not double, but like yeah, whatever I was before. You don't need to know that. <laughs> it was it was a lot yeah. more it was more than fifty percent. Wow. So quite a lot. Um, quickly. And I was yeah. sick as a dog. I was on Odansetron, which is what they give chemo patients twice a day. Oh, my gosh. Um, from week seven right until the day before what? I gave birth. Why? Because I didn't stop vomiting. I'd vomit 16 times a day. Oh, no my way. Yes. Yeah, so I was in hospital. Oh, my gosh. Many times, at least three times. Wow. Um, put on a drip, put to Maxillon and things to stop me vomiting because I – the hormones are so intense when yeah. you have twins and I was just really unwell. Wow. Um, so, yeah, and it's really hard to be violently sick when you're Yeah, I can imagine. Pregnant. Gee. Um, but, yeah, so my poor little teeth got a lot of acid damage. Yeah. Um, so I had to get all my teeth fixed after the babies. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Mm, and then, um, but, yeah, look, it's just I think part of getting balance, I think, is self-awareness. And knowing what needs to happen. Mm. But then it's also the discipline to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the one, action, taking yeah, the action. There's one thing to, okay, I see what's going wrong here. I see what needs to happen. The next step is to actually do it. Yeah. And so many people don't follow through. And yes. And then, or they might do it short term, but it needs to be a long term commitment. Mm-hmm. And the difference, I think, is when it's lifestyle and it's it's just who you are, mm. then it's easy mm-hmm. because it's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, and I'm very fortunate. I have a very evolved husband who's just the best thing in the world. Um, and he's very, very self aware. Yeah. Um, and he keeps me in line, which is awesome. Oh, that's yeah. good. Because um, I have a tendency to overgive and overwork. Mm-hmm. And so he keeps me in check, which is really yeah. nice. He's always like, 
babe, yeah, I think you're working too much because on top of the twins and yeah, yeah. Like that. so he he helps me because I'm so passionate. Yeah, and I love it so much. Yeah, and I just want to keep working. And yeah, and totally. Doing. And he's just like, come on, pull back a bit. Yeah, so totally. Yeah, so he's really nice to have in my corner. Everybody needs someone in their corner yeah. just to who cares for them in the big picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Wow. Gosh. That's like amazing story. And now like I I see that like when you like you do give so much like in every class. Like you're just there to like give whatever comes out of your mouth and it's like the as you said the most profound things. Or like it's always like we really needed that today. And it's kind of just magical that you always like can know what we needed. But everyone is going through similar things and that must be why we all – do we – like, does everyone resonate or is it just me? Well, I think, like, everyone has their stuff inside, don't yeah. they? Like, we, we have, like, whatever's happening in our lives mm. and it's like you just hear what you need to hear. Mm. Um, and obviously everyone takes it differently mm. as well. Like, it's true. Yeah, understands it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty magical. Yeah. Everyone should go do yoga. <laughs> At Essence? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> always like if we have visitors like let's go do pilates yeah, yeah awesome. why is pilates um so epic because like not only like does it like oh, transform yeah. your body but like what about like the core and like the, the whole power pilates has changed my life like yeah. i've well, I changed I have, my life. So how we teach pilates is not like anywhere else. Yeah, well, so we're very different. Yeah, that's how so we true. Teach. Um, and if you travel around the world, you won't see it anywhere so true. like we do. Wow. Um, I sort of it's. Michelle flavor. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very cool. It's hardcore. Oh my gosh. It's that's how you get a banging body. Yeah, Yeah. it's so like I like I've been exercising for what feels like my whole life, like and being so obsessed, like dangerously obsessed. Yes. And like hurting myself, injuring myself, getting bored, stopping, putting on weight. And then it's like found Pilates and I was like, oh, I feel like I can do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, absolutely. And like create an amazing body, which I feel so confident with, so nice. happy with. Awesome. Like that is what has happened yeah. from and, Pilates. And it so is good. the whole lifestyle thing that you're talking about. We were we always say yeah. like, we'll look back at our calendar like, we went to yoga and Pilates like 12 times. <laughs> How awesome. did that even happen? And awesome. we're like, it's just because it's, it's just, it. we love it. It. It's like we brushing your teeth. Like you just yeah. go, you do yeah. it we for fun. We want to be there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there all the time. I know. <laughs> I want to go there. My husband's like, why are you going to work again? Because I really want to go. It's yeah. So fun. <laughs> yeah. It really That's is so, so much cool. fun. So like what like, what does Pilates do? Like obviously we've talked about the body, but like what does it do mm. for like the mind? Yeah, nice. Once again, Pilates is the same as yoga. It was mm. designed by man originally. Yeah. Men. Yeah, Jay told us about that. One of well, them. I've read about it too. It's yeah. like, was it for like war people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah injured soldiers. Yeah. War so, people. <laughs> So, no, Such a great term. <laughs> keeping it real, girls. Keeping it real. Um, but yeah. So, but once again, now it's heavily influenced by mm, women. Yeah, predominantly practiced and taught wow. by women, which is cool. Again, the yeah, evolution. But it's um, it. What I love about Pilates is it's re- a very safe practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yoga can have a tendency to go mm-hmm. very extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and sometimes extreme unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people looking so for extreme postures, extreme yep. movements, extreme. Look, there are benefits in opening up different nadis and energy channels in some extreme moves if done under awareness of a great teacher mm-hmm. and it's not to fill the ego mm-hmm. but rather to open energetic channels. Whereas Pilates is all about postural integrity mm-hmm. and alignment mm-hmm. and fluidity and of movement yeah. and functional movement. Yeah. And what I love about Pilates, you, you're not going to injure yourself. No. You know? It's low impact. Yeah. It suits any age, any shape, any size. So you're not going to – it's it's just – and the way we teach it, we make it fun. So we yeah. put the latest music on, we groove, we bop. It, it's good fun. Uh, but what what's great about Pilates is I had a lot of spiritual experiences, profound spiritual experience, before I even – um, did intense yoga and mm. it was because I'd done a lot of Pilates wow. and, and even Oprah Winfrey says Pilates is her spiritual practice and oh, you, I like that yeah if you read some things on Joseph Pilates he sees um, Pilates also as his spiritual practice oh. and so you dig a little deeper you can find some things on that but Shashumna Nadi, which is your central energy channel, which mm-hmm. runs along the spine or your central nervous system where all the chakras reside, mm-hmm. that's the most important Nadi or energy channel to awaken for spiritual awakening. And Pilates is all about that. Mm. It's all about health of the spine. It's all about health of your central nervous system. And so Pilates, I believe, is still a gateway towards spiritual awakening mm-hmm. if done mindfully. Yes. Yeah. So who's just – and in saying that, everything and anything is a gateway to spiritual enlightenment yeah. if done mindfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can go surfing. You can yeah. go walking on the beach. You can be in nature yeah. or whatever. It's how you do the dishes. It's how you mm-hmm. hang the yeah. washing out. So I think it doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. It's how you do it. Yeah. So, so true. true. So even when you're in a Pilates class with me, I'll be dropping in philosophy mm. at the end and dropping in positive psychology, yeah. which is unlike anywhere else I know. Yeah. Um, because I really believe in the power of good good psychology yeah. and how that transforms people's lives longer than a so big fixed butt burner. Mm-hmm. So I mean? true. It, it, when you, it's like the chicken or the egg. Yeah. You know, if we change the minds. Mm-hmm. Then the body will follow. Yeah, they say your your physical yeah. form is just a reflection of the internal. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so processes of the mind. So if we can purify the mind and align the mind, then the body will soon follow. It's so true. Like it's like if you're not if you're not like treating your body and your health like with respect, and like you know you might be like overeating or like I don't know or taking under-eating. or undereating or taking drugs or whatever, drinking too much. It's like. Obviously, there's something going up in the mind, going on in the mind and like in your soul. And where does it come back to? What are the two drivers? Fear or love. Exactly. <laughs> it's like add some love. Oh, connection. <laughs> yeah. oh gosh. I, I totally see that like with Pilates and like even like me just doing it. How long have we been doing it for now? Like here? Like just over a year. I, I think. And it's just like transformed my whole life. It's also because it's working Manipura Chakra, which is your solar plexus, mm-hmm. which is the center of your ego, which we mm-hmm. talked about earlier, your self-worth, your self-esteem, wow. your ability to yeah. speak up and speak your truth, stand up for yourself. Yeah. Um, 
to back yourself um, and to live a meaningful life. So when we when we have our dharma, which is your life purpose, when we look at it not from a Buddhist context but from a Hindu context, your dharma is your life's purpose. Mm-hmm. What what you're put on this planet to do? Mm. So why are you here? What's your contribution to the world? Mm. And it, it doesn't mean you have to do something woo woo yeah. or spiritual. Mm-hmm. You could be an accountant. That's yeah, your, it's beautiful. You could be helping a lot of people's yeah. lives by managing yeah. their finances. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be like this massive grand thing. It, no, no, it could no. be like this small thing. You like could be a mother. Yeah, yeah. caring for people. It, yeah, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So your your unique dharma. Everyone has one. Very unique, just mm. for your life purpose. So when our ego is balanced, going back to the beginning, um, when that's functioning correctly, we get to live our life starter bar Mm -hmm. in the most positive life light possible Mm -hmm. because we're we're doing it properly. Mm -hmm. Whereas if our Manipura Chakra, our ego is out of balance, Mm -hmm. we can't fulfill our life's purpose in the most positive light. So you might be living your life's purpose Say you were meant to be an accountant, but you're hating yeah. it and you're shitty and yeah. bitching and whatever. Yeah. Or you could be doing it with love and stoked and can't wait to help this person and then do some charity work and help an orphanage yeah. out, managing their accounts on the side. Like, you see what I mean? Yeah. So, whatever your unique gift is, contribution to the planet, when the Manipura chakra, which gets strengthened from Pilates, from all those body yeah. sit ups and yep. all that core work. Oh my gosh. And all of that <laughs> happens, you're able to fulfill this this journey completely in alignment with your highest self yeah that is so epic and i love that it's like you know it isn't just about getting the abs or like the 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 aesthetic the looks it's like there's so much more you will get that you will get that that's an added bonus (laughs) that's that's the the the, this is the beautiful thing about having a pilates teacher that's yes because so most true. Pilates people don't know all of that stuff. That's yeah. so true. So I train yeah. a lot of physios, yeah. a lot of yeah. social yeah. science people, all that, and they come like, oh, my gosh, Michelle, so I much never more. heard of that. And so yeah. a, lot of, a lot of those people come to my classes so they can learn yeah. energetics and the different so psychology and the different connections that can be gained and accessed through Pilates so it becomes more than just exercise yeah. and on the superficial mm. of just um, superficial just being muscles and bones, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just that. Mm-hmm. It goes much deeper than that. Mm. So that's why Pilates is so great and you feel so great because a strong core center gives mm. confidence. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Oh, so good. Do you know what's crazy? Like living up here, like – you know, you see everything going on, like women's circles, like all these spiritual events and like yoga, Pilates. Then we go back home to Canberra. There's like nothing like that. It's just like I feel like this whole way of living is going to slowly trickle around to those places. Mm-hmm. But it's just insane. It blows my mind how different a place can be. Like, And you can feel it. Like we'll go there and be like, oh, like everything just feels like, I always, always say that it's stagnant. stagnant. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, just, it's yeah. just very like Ugh. still and then you come back here and, and it's just like, whoo, everything's flowing. Yeah. And like I, I, I don't know, I think it's the ocean like bringing in like the new. All the negative ions of the ocean, yeah. 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 It's so interesting. A lot of energy next to the ocean. Yeah. yeah. When you look at the evolution of man, those that lived next to the ocean were always the most evolved. Wow. Really? Fascinating. Yeah. We stay by the ocean now. Yeah, everyone moves to the beach, <laughs> but not here. No, I'm kidding. You can all move here. <laughs> don't tell too many 
people about the Gold Coast. Well, I mean, some, <laughs> some people would say it's because we started to eat fish and then the oh, fish helped the brain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, you got smarter with them. Yeah. yeah. All the amigas. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good for the the mental ability. Yeah, yeah and the what, iodine. Well, I'm, I'm keen to actually know, like, what kind of food do you eat? Like, we do talk a lot about food. So, like, what do you – like, do you follow a certain way of yeah, eating? Yeah, I do actually. I actually have a coach and hmm. um, a nutrition mm-hmm. nutritionist. My husband's actually a competitive um, fitness model. Oh. He had to go to – Miami, Florida. And oh, wow. World titles for That's models. fun. Yeah, so he's the Australian Asian champion for oh, wow. fitness. He's a really fit looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> so him. maybe we didn't interview him. <laughs> 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 and, um, yeah, so just at the, when I was losing the last few little bits of my baby weight, wow. you know, why not get an expert? Why not get help from yeah, someone? So, so I asked um, my husband's nutritionist, Said, hey, can you help me? Um, just there's just a couple of little things I just need to tighten up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's obviously he's got a degree in dietetics, mm. a degree in exercise science, and a degree in exercise psychology. So he knows his stuff. Yeah. Um, and so he wrote me a diet plan, and he said, "Oh, come do all my exercise plan." I'm like, "Don't worry, I don't need to do your exercises. <laughs> I got my exercises down, um, but I'd be keen to do the diet plan." Mm-hmm. And so. I was a strict vegan for 11 years mm. and for the last seven years I've been anemic, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, so I've been having to have iron infusions for wow. at least four years, still Whoa. have them now. Um, and so when I just decided I wanted to have babies, I started eating fish mm-hmm. and eggs wow. um, from being a strict vegan. And so just to try and be a healthy vehicle for my mm-hmm. yeah. children. And then I got pregnant and so I continued to eat that. And then once the babies came, I started to eat fish, uh, chicken. I added Mm. chicken into my diet uh, just out of convenience, to be honest, Mm. um, because there was only so much time and I was Mm -hmm. just – Yeah. We have a nanny and so she helps with the cooking and things Mm. like that. So she would make chicken dishes for my husband and I'm like, there's nothing in the fridge, I've got to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've still – so I eat – both fish and chicken and eggs, but mm-hmm. I still don't eat the dairy products mm-hmm. or red meat. Mm-hmm. I don't really eat much fruit because mm. there's lots of sugar mm-hmm. in fruit. Eat vegetables, lots of greens, predominantly yeah. mainly greens every day. Eat fish every day, mm-hmm. um, salads every day, um, vegan protein shakes yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, but I make sure I have everything unsweetened. Yeah. So I have a little bit of almond milk unsweetened. Everything yeah. is the low fructose, no no yeah. no sugar. Yeah. No fruit, yeah. zero. Totally. Okay. So oh. a lot of people are like go the green juice, go all of that. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because working with this nutritionist, and I mean it's a superficial conversation, but you know, a lot of people are interested. Um, I've always been quite petite and strong mm. but I always had cellulite mm. back when I always used to have my juices and all wow. of those and fruits and all of that and now that I've cut that out I don't have any wow have twins. that's oh, wow. insane and I've got none and never in my whole life and I'm 30 nearly 36 have I never not had it wow it's so and interesting now I have none wow. just from taking the sugar out that's so Whoa. cool and that's all sugar that includes yep. fruit so no berries no, no. nothing Wow. That's so interesting. So, but I can have like a handful of berries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do every now and again. But yeah, just cutting it all out. Yeah. Just 
Gone. But yet I'm still strong. Yeah. Still yeah. Still oh, yeah. So strong. Functional, everything, but just no sugar. Yeah. yeah. I still eat my vegetables and my salads. Yeah. yeah. All the veggies. I love it. Yeah, vegetables love are the it. Best. I know. Mm. It, they make me feel magical. Like, yeah. boom. It's like, yeah. oh, didn't have enough veggies today. Eat so I some. think that, that's, that was probably the biggest change for me. Mm. Yeah, it's huge. And, and then also um, I, I don't get driven by food personally. Mm-hmm. So I would always find I that, that I would forget to eat. <laughs> yeah. Just because I was – it's not – high on my radar mm-hmm. yeah but now with this nutritionist he makes me eat every four hours wow so i'm happy for my metabolism yeah so those are just two little things that i changed is cutting all sugar yeah and eating every four hours which is a lot of food all the yeah time. yeah it made a huge difference interesting huge difference cool. in just changing my physicality um through food wow so interesting i know i, I always fascinating well, like yeah it is very interesting to see what people eat, yeah. especially like the people we talk to because everyone's kind of into like health and wellness. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, like there is no like one fit f- like for everyone. Absolutely. But it's so good to be like open to trying new things. Absolutely. Like, I mean, you are vegan, now you eat meat and it's like yeah. whatever makes you feel good and what, mm. I don't know, gets so you to where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Like being a vegan, very strict vegan for 11 years, um, you know, at some point, I'll, if I'm being honest, and I might as well be, um, there's times that I was on my horse, like, yeah, I'm a vegan. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. you can get your ego attached to things yeah. like that. And sometimes yeah. it cannot be pure. And um, uh, moments, like not all the time, but there was moments yeah. where sometimes mm-hmm. I, totally. I am this. Yeah. And then I realized being anemic for so many years and having eye infusions, I still need the eye infusions wow. because I don't eat red meat. Yeah. And I just can't. I gave up red meat when I was 12. So I, yeah. just, I just can't do it. Yeah. I have my spirulina every day. I do yeah. all, all the other things, but for some reason yeah. my body needs more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I, I spoke to my Zen teacher the other day because we do privates and I said to him, I understand, you know, am I – do I need to be vegetarian to go deeper into my self-realization? He said, well, actually, no, you don't because if you, if the meat was affecting your mind, it would already be apparent because mm. you can have excess. And because I'm anemic, he said being um, – if your body um, deficiencies will actually cause more havoc than than eating meat or not. Does that oh. make sense? So he's creating a healthy, balanced body is okay. number one priority. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then do that and then we try and balance yeah. it out yeah. later. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that cool. makes sense. Because a lot of people say you can't, you should never meditate if you eat any meat. Yeah. Part of yoga is actually not eating any yeah, meat. I yeah, know. I know. Well, that's, that's why so many yogis are like vegan. Mm. Um yeah, I've never, we've never, you've never gone vegan. I've never gone no. vegan. I think I went, I, went ve- I went vegetarian for a day when I was like 10, when our, our cousins at, on Christmas were but, vegetarian. And then it was only an hour because then the meat came out at Christmas. And I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm not vegetarian anymore. Well, I think like the, like living up here, we both have definitely stopped eating as much meat. Yeah. And, and I think because it's just easier to eat um, salads and things like mm, that because it's, it's warmer hot. climate. Yeah. 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 Love salad. Okay. Well, I'm not, I think my number one food is cacao powder. Oh, oh I know. We are best friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, That's Carla's favorite. I have that like three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> I think like, it opens my pineal gland. Like, <laughs> <I'm just magical. laughs> I don't know what I'd do without it. It's the best. I don't think 
understand I'm addicted to <laughs> How do you do like put it in your smooth like oh, your like shakes or something? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Just add a bit of kick out. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> it totally makes you magical. Yeah. I'm, I'm Life sure. is better with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like when you first discover it, you're like, oh, like chocolate is healthy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember that moment I'll take that. very clearly. <laughs> Am I the only one who knows that about was, I think that was when I stopped pretending that I never liked chocolate. Yeah. Like I used to pretend like as like a teenager with like issues around food, body yeah. image and eating disorder. It's like I hate chocolate. It's like yeah. I never hated chocolate. <laughs> like let's be honest. <laughs> so amazing. Well, we are almost out of time and this has gone so super fast, mm. but we've covered so many things. I know. And I just loved getting more into like your brain of like how you think. <laughs> and heart. Or you could say my heart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Both. <laughs> but before we ask you our very last question, yeah. where should everybody go to find more info about you and everything that you do? Yeah, great. Um, through my business, it's essenceliving.com.au and we have just an Essence Living Instagram account, Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And then for me personally, it's michellemerrifield.com and my Instagram is michelle underscore Cassidy mm-hmm. and my Facebook's Michelle Cassidy also. Yeah. I haven't upgraded my website just yet. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought it was um, – business suicide when I decided to change my last name when I yeah. got married and but I thought oh who cares yeah I know that's well, just a yeah. year again so yeah I will change the website over yeah it, so. yeah I cool. actually um loved that your last name was Maryfield because I was like where are the Merrymakers yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's funny it was funny um I found that find that really interesting actually about like the business and people think being like don't change your last name because we met you as Michelle Cassidy yes. so like we didn't know any differently like yeah. that's like that's what was and now this is what is like yes. it, so it makes sense like mm-hmm. I actually love that because yeah that's I've heard like that conversation happen a lot like in business groups and things um okay cool so everybody all those links are going to be in the show notes go and check it all out if you're ever on the gold coast make sure you let us know because we'll probably see you at essence yeah we can do a class together and that would be super fun um so michelle yes from today's conversation or your general life experience what is the merrymaker mantra of the week i think uh based on today's conversation uh i think it's to always stop pause and ask yourself where am I coming from Mm. love or fear Mm. and just to see what is the driving element underneath all of your thoughts and therefore actions Mm. and try and do what you need to do to bring you back to love amazing love it where Uh, are you coming from love or fear yeah I think that's Love. Love. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Love, love, love. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Love We're that. so super grateful for your time and everything that you do for us and also the greater community here and online. Awesome. Thank you so much, girls. Love you. Love, love you. you. <laughs> Yay. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.